0: I wake up every day to an equation I wrote fifteen years ago from which there's only one conclusion. I'm damned for what I do. My anger, my ego, my unwillingness to yield, my, my eagerness to fight, has set me on a path from which there's no escape. I yearn to be a savior against injustice without contemplating the cost, and by the time I look down, there's no longer any ground beneath my feet. What is my, what is my sacrifice? I'm condemned to use the tools of my enemy to defeat them. I burn my decency for someone else's future. I burn my life to make a sunrise that I know I'll never see. Now, the ego that started this fight will never have a, a mirror or an audience or you know, the light of gratitude. So, what do I sacrifice? Everything!
1: Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montrulo, joined by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade,
2: what's happening? Uh man, I cannot get over the finale of the Disney Plus Star Wars series Ahsoka. <laughs> I man. was waiting, I was like, how's how he gonna pronounce it? <laughs> I I always want to say Ashoka, because like wh- yeah, what what is was, yeah, yeah, Ahsoka. Ah, a sounds like you know what they call a big storm up in Maine. <laughs> yeah,
1: I was just gonna say some fucking some guinea from Massachusetts. Ah, it was a real soka. It was a real
2: soka. I couldn't get to my car the other day. Yeah, yeah. It's a um, more uh, New York, but so yeah, I didn't know it was the finale, and I I watched it, and I was just like, oh, it's the finale was just as dull and wooden as the rest of the series. They didn't have, they weren't waiting for anything big to happen. It was just. Oh, and then they found... And then this person who was from this cartoon was reunited with this other person in this cartoon. I mean, if you didn't watch those cartoons, you wouldn't know who the fuck they were, why it was important, why it mattered, or what they meant to each other. Because Dave Filoni doesn't know how to fucking tell a story. Um, Yeah, and so, so first thing today I see trending, and or... <laughs> right, always. Every, every time an episode of anything that's not and or airs, and or start trending. Because everyone's like, why can't this fucking corporation make shit as good as tony gilroy did for them
1: well it's it's always the arguments you see the baby brain star wars fans being like oh man andor's boring i hate that everyone always brings it up and blah 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 and then anyone who actually like has taste is like oh yeah i don't i can't believe that these two shows are in the same universe because this is fucking garbage and right
2: well it's it's just it's it's like we can articulate in in you know exhausting detail why andor is so good they can't do that for the other shows they can't go into you know they're just like well the, the lightsabers made the noises i like first yeah. of all the the fucking lightsaber lightsabers they had in ahsoka don't even look like lightsabers they just look like the actual glow sticks they're using on set like they don't, they don't look like them. <laughs> like you can well, see, the they, out- they
1: use the legit, like not legit, but like the, like the ver- the toy versions that you can buy now. Oh, I know, it's I know. Easier it's just, to film.
2: It's like they're not adding any additional f- light. effects No, right, to it. right.
1: It's, it's really it, cheap. Like they use, it, they just let the it. Camera work is, is so
2: bad. There's a, there's a fucking fight scene where it's like the, there's three heroes just standing stationary in front of like a sea of stormtroopers, and they're like five feet away from each other, just. <laughs> But nobody's moving from their stationary position. It, it, it's, it looks like a it's a fucking. I mean,
1: he's just not a director. He's not a
2: live actor. He didn't director. even direct this no... episode. He oh, didn't okay. even direct this episode. He just like shows people that he likes that are his buddies that don't know how to direct either. I'm so right. I don't know. I don't know how something could be this fucking bad. Like, where's the quality control? You're spending like $20 million per episode. Where's the quality control?
1: I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, and it's crazy because like none of that money is really visible on screen. Like you, it just still looks like just a flat fucking. You know, uh, it looks like you're in the fucking volume. Like everything that you see is like everything. Oh, well, yeah, that's the volume.
2: Everything, and the, sh- we're, the real shape. we back to is,
1: 1999 to the fucking the, Phantom the, Menace days.
2: Yeah, like, the one the one really interesting character in the show, uh, the actor that plays him died, <laughs> so he's not coming <laughs> yeah. back. Uh, there was yeah. another interesting character in the show that had very little little very few lines um and i didn't really do a lot with her but like i think there's potential um a lot of people made fun of the character for seeming you know like she was learning disabled um but i don't know it seemed like the character like there's a lot of scenes where there's nothing to say so people just like look at each other for long periods of time and then say something stoic and then someone else looks at that person and then it's like there's they they, it feels like of great writing (laughs) right i love pauses where there's like people are contemplating things but it doesn't look like anyone's contemplating anything it looks like they're (laughs) just like just standing waiting to build suspense that's not there it it feels like this was originally a two-hour movie and they were like oh no let's stretch this out to you know eight hour long episodes and didn't have any content to fill that up with this this really could have been an hour and a half honestly Um, right
1: well that's i think they probably he may have wrote it as a two-hour movie and then they were like well we don't have the bud we don't this is not a character that's the ip is like known enough to justify giving you a movie budget but we'll give you, you know, <laughs> the equivalent of a movie budget for a TV show because at least it'll string people along right. for eight weeks of and Disney there's no, Plus or whatever.
2: Yeah, and, and there's no stakes. There's no consequences. You never care about anything that's happening on screen. It, it, it's, and, and I don't, I, like, I honestly think the cartoon version of this this character and this, these stories was better because it moved along quickly. It told the story more efficiently. Um And it was, you know, it was the right kind of, dialogue for a cartoon and here it's like i you hear people actually acting and saying these lines that are ridiculous that are not at all the way that real people talk um you know part of the reason why i don't like a lot of anime and a lot of video games is because the dialogue is just so bad just like things that no one would ever say right um yeah speaking of things that people would say (laughs) to the point where they believed it people believed it I didn't know this, but that that fake Nera Tandon tweet that I made years and years ago, uh, which every couple of years will like go viral again because somebody new discovers <laughs> right. it didn't know about it. It went viral again back in May, right? And it was you know we have the community notes now, so the person that the uh, retweet or they they tweeted their own it, it was my screenshot of the tweet that i photoshopped right the one that said you know hitler may have been controversial but at least he fought to the death against the communism right, right. which is such an on-brand shit lib near tannin thing to say that everyone believed that, that she had actually said it right right um, but which
1: is why it was so viral because everyone was like yeah that seems exactly like something she would say
2: right <laughs> right right liberals siding with fascism over socialism every time So I, you know, and I knew there was like a Snopes article for it back when I'd first made it like 2017 or whatever it was. Um, But I didn't, I was, I looked it up. I just did a search for like uh, a near-tainted Nazi tweet. (laughs) And the first thing that popped up was a fucking Reuters article. I'm like, wow, this made it to Reuters? Holy shit. Um, Not a real article, but they have like a fact check website where it's, you know, like Reuters checks your facts uh, without any Western media bias too. Uh, And- right. And I'm reading this thing, and it's written like a real article. Like, it's, there's many, many, many paragraphs, and then it even said it says in the article, a White House official responded by email to say this was not her tweet. <laughs> so my fake tweet got sent to somebody inside the actual White House for confirmation. My fake tweet that I made on a fucking lazy day laying in bed made it to the White House of the United States. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ!
2: So, I mean, I already assume we're on like some kind of a list, anyway.
1: But yeah, I mean, you're you're on like oh my the, god, <laughs> the super duper like fuck
2: this guy list, <laughs> like. And somehow, I still had federal security clearance at Department of State and Passport Services. I love it. I just love right. it. Right well there's a lot yeah. of you know
1: oh, God. group a doesn't talk to group b you know all the way up through every level of the government like there is in you know every company in the, in the world unfortunately or fortunately <laughs> yeah. i guess
2: you well know, i'm sure half a background check yeah i'm sure half a background checks are just like well we checked a database and we didn't find anything there and we did a google search for the person's name and didn't find anything there so they're good yep yep <laughs> so yeah, that was, no 100 that's it so yeah. Yeah, let's let's get
1: into the news because we gotta we gotta uh rip through some of these stories fairly quick today, but we did wanna mention some of the big things that happened this week because there were some major news stories. Um some uh, some very some, some very positive news stories, yeah, for a change. Um you know, Diane Feinstein, uh, finally fucking kicked the bucket. Uh just, you know, not really sure what this does for her twenty twenty four reelection hopes, but uh I guess we'll we'll <laughs> wait we'll await we'll to, to to see how her uh how her campaign staff that's been parading around her courts for the last six years will uh will handle this news leaking out. Maybe they'll uh pretend that it didn't happen, but we'll see. Um but yeah, Diane Feinstein died um at the ripe young age of uh
2: ninety two, I think it was, right? In her nineties. I, I thought it was ninety yeah. I mean, you don't really ask a lady her age at that point, you know. I mean it's 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 not nice, you know. Yeah, no. no. Uh, Definitely not
1: nice. not nice to ask the age of the lady responsible say 90, for, should, for 330 yeah,
2: million people. It's just 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 90 something. 90, 90 so, something. You know. Fucking
1: old basically. She's fucking old is the, is the age that she is. Uh and yeah, no, she died. Um it's been clear for years that her faculties were slipping. It was a not it was a very open, not so secret, you know, open secret in in DC that she literally cannot even, you know, Fend for herself anymore. She was just being paraded through Congress by her staff, you know, who were clinging to their
2: jobs. It's crazy too because she voted less than twenty four hours before dying. (laughs) Right,
1: right. I'm sure she very was very aware what she was voting on, and and didn't all just have just vote yes whispered in her ear right before she voted yes. (laughs) (laughs) Right, (laughs) fucking. Yeah, it's, and, and look, if, if she wasn't such a piece of shit, I would feel bad because it's a horrible thing to do to somebody to force them to, you know, and I'm sure, you know, some of it's her because she is a piece of shit. It was just her personality that she never wanted to give up that status and that position of power. But um, it is in a vacuum, a horrible thing to have to work until you're fucking dead at 90 something years old. But then again, she is who she is. And that was, I'm sure, her choice because she has made a career out of just being the worst possible, you know, uh, type of politician imaginable, uh, constantly just, you know, siding with corporate interests and, and, and capitalistic interests over the um, needs and wants of her constituents. Uh, and it's, again, just, you know, Democrats will elect anybody with a pulse that has a fucking D next to their name in California. Uh, and she did fit that bill, uh, to to some extent, at least (laughs) maybe not so much the last six years, but, um, you know, we've talked a lot about her. We don't have to get into all the specifics of her career. You can certainly go up, go and look up some of the more critical post death articles about her. Um, you know, even some of the kind of the shit lib rags did a few of them, um, and, you know, you can get you can get the the lowdown on what she actually did. But we've talked before about the fact that she as mayor of San Francisco, because she did want to get added to the uh, the presidential uh, the ticket that uh, I think uh, I think it was 80. I'm not sure what year it is, but she ended up not getting the spot. They knew they were, were going to uh, put a woman as the as the uh, Democratic vice president nominee on the ticket. So she's tried to pander to the the religious right. uh you know Dixiecrats uh, by flying the Confederate flag in San Francisco. This is uh, back
2: in the eighties when there wasn't social media. So how would they have even known about it?
1: It's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm like sure with- she was very public about. I'm sure she was very public about it, and it became very public because a bunch of uh, activists uh, cut it down a bunch of times to the point right. where she was like.
2: But how you know, are people this- people living down in you know in Tallahassee going to find out about what the mayor of San Francisco is doing? Like there's no reporting on that.
1: <laughs> well, just... it wasn't. It wasn't for voters. It was just for the the party. You know, the super delegates yeah. and the party yeah, powers that be to see. Oh, well, she'll play ball. Um, and you know, she'll she'll twerk for us. But they. Uh, but it was. You know, <laughs> it ended up just not uh, not you know mattering because she didn't get the spot and uh, pissed off a bunch of her constituents and forever is tainted with the legacy of that. <laughs> Um, It got to the point where they literally cut the flagpole down because they kept putting it back up and putting, you know, finding ways to secure it. So the most metal solution possible they just brought a fucking uh, electric, you know, hacksaw and just cut the fucking flagpole down. So problem solved. Um, But, you know, so just a history of horrific uh, behavior in and out of Congress for her.
2: Yeah. So I got a text from uh, my mother that day that just said uh diane feinstein has passed away and i was i was just i was like <laughs>
1: i thought thanks, I, th- I
2: thought <laughs> that you know i had told my mom at, at least enough things about that hag to think that she was at least somewhat informed and so i replied good riddance <laughs> Right. And I my my mother was like I don't think that's very respectful. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> like I don't think she can hear our texts, mom. So so I just started I didn't want to like bombard my mother with with shit, but I was just like okay, I'll just send her a couple things. Right? So the the right. first thing I I was like I said okay, do you you do know that she was the head of the uh, Senate Intelligence Committee investigating the CIA for torture, specifically that they destroyed evidence of their torture, videotaped evidence of torture. Um, and then while they we were working on the report for this this uh, investigation, the CIA hacked the Senate's computers to read the report before it was published. And she, be, thanks to Feinstein, uh, not only was nobody in the CIA punished for torture, but nobody in the CIA was punished for hacking the Senate's computers. <laughs> and it's so well known, they made a movie about it starting Adam Driver and Annette Benning. And I know you right. may not know who Adam Driver is, but I'm pretty sure you know who Annette Benning is, mom. I didn't say that last part, I was just like thinking in my head, right? <laughs> She's a
1: big Ren fan i'd be surprised if she didn't yeah uh,
2: i mean they're kind of from the same generation but um so so this is the 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 first sign that my mom has run up against a wall of of new information or information she'd forgotten about because rachel Maddow didn't ram it into her head over and over uh is that she just will stop replying she just she'll just go silent right and i'm like okay Now that I've uh, teed up this perfect uh, line drive here, I'll hit her with another one. So then I sent her uh, this very long tweet uh, from Scott Ritter. I don't know if you remember Scott Ritter was a uh, UN weapons inspector and US um, Marine Corps intel officer uh, who, well, I'll just read his very long tweet. Uh, I met Senator Dianne Feinstein once. I always say Feinstein, Feinstein, whichever. In the lead up to the 2003 invasion of Iraq, she had just recently been assigned to the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence in 2001, and it was in that capacity that she had a senior staffer from the committee ask me to come to Washington, D.C. to brief her on Iraqi WMD and the allegations being made by the Bush administration that Iraq continued to possess them. We met in a secure conference room in the Capitol building, me, the senator, and half a dozen staffers and aides. It was a polite professional affair with the senator asking questions and taking notes. Uh, eventually, she con- uh, confronted me. She said, your position is causing us some difficulty. You are making the U.S. look bad in the eyes of the world. I replied that my analysis and the underlying facts were rock solid, something she agreed with. I hmm. said that while I knew she couldn't reveal sensitive intelligence, if she could look me in the eye and say that she had seen unequivocal proof that Iraq retain WMDs, I'd shut up and go away. She looked at her uh, retinune, ret, retunie. I don't know what that word. I'm not familiar with that word. I'm uh, like notes, clipboard, whatever. Uh, and then she looked back at me and she said, I have seen no such intelligence. Meaning she hadn't seen it. Hadn't seen any intelligence that contradicted him saying there weren't WMDs. <coughs> Pardon me. She thanked me for the briefing and said it provided her with, quote, food for thought, end quote. (laughs) On October 11, 2002, Senator Feinstein voted in favor of the resolution authorizing war with Iraq. Later, she said she had been misled by the Bush administration and bad intelligence. Hmm. I will never forget how Senator Feinstein, uh, as somebody, oh no, sorry, I will forever know Senator Feinstein as somebody who had been empowered by the truth and lacked the moral courage to act on it. The blood of thousands of Americans and hundreds of thousands of Iraqis stain her soul. I hope she stands in judgment before her maker and that she is punished accordingly. Wow. Well, yeah.
1: Powerful stuff, and you can't disagree with any of it. Um, <laughs> we certainly can, no. but you're not being intellectually honest if you do. Um,
2: well, I mean, the UN weapons inspector and you know Marine Corps intelligence officer who was actually there uh, who who was looking for the weapons and couldn't find them, uh, and told her they didn't have the means to make any. Uh, <laughs> what does he know, right? Well, he, he was he was making
1: her uncomfortable, though. To, you know, in her defense, she was putting her, She was you, putting. He, he was putting her in a tough
2: position. So, you know, look, you telling the truth really is, is making us, us look bad. Okay, right. so you can't keep doing that. We have to. We have to keep selling this thing because it's it's nine eleven.
1: It's nine eleven every is, day. Didn't... And that's just a microcosm of who she is as a politician and who she is as a person. She has never cared about anything. She grew up with massive privilege. She's always just been a uh, spoiled little rich girl. Who
2: are we talking about? My mom again, or fine? No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. I just, <laughs> I didn't catch the qualifier at the beginning there. Yeah. So anyway, um, after after I sent my mom that long yeah. tweet, she did reply finally and just said, "Wow, <laughs> thanks, mom." just fucking wow um, well, she probably no, just is, said so i wouldn't keep sending shit but still right, at least right. she acknowledged it <laughs> at least right. she read it
1: at least she didn't hit you with like the owen wilson wow gif like she actually typed it but the ones that right. you know just one slight step above that i don't um, think she knows
2: what a gif is but that's okay yeah that's that's fair that's fair <laughs> um but- at least she didn't hit me with like i'm changing the will yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that's, then, always, no, the, that's, that's always the big fear you get towards the end of the year is where you're just like, "I hope I don't do something fucking." Just, just... <laughs> I gotta, I gotta make sure that I toe this line a little bit. I don't want to go too far. I've been so um, close to writing my only son out of the will today. <laughs> he Finally, just pushed me too far.
1: <laughs> um, but no, I mean, this is that's who Diane Feinstein's been her whole life. Uh, she's she's a spoiled uh little rich girl who grew up with privilege, um, who uh has never cared about anything and had a legitimate principle in her life. She has always just done whatever she has to, to get ahead in life. And I guarantee you, if she had been born in Texas rather than California or, you know, grew up in Texas rather than California, not sure where she was actually born. uh, She would have been a Republican because her views are in and always have been indistinguishable. They are adaptable to whatever uh, the most right-wing position that will suit her party's needs is, um, she doesn't care about people. She's, uh, she's just, this is who she's been her entire life and, and her record and her voting record and her interactions with people will back that up. And then 100 times out of 100, um, there was that, that, uh, who can forget her most recent incident, uh, probably the most recent time she was lucid back in like 2016 or 2017, uh, when, when a bunch of fucking, you know, children showed up to her, office and was like hey maybe don't like kill the planet because we have to live on it for like a 100 years longer than you do um so could you please stop you know voting on on you know allowing these pipelines and all this horrible shit and she just you know told off a bunch of grade school children and talked to them as if they were you know
2: 35 year old you know uh, code pink protesters um, oh, yeah. We, we wanted to mention real quick. Uh, Code Pink was in Bernie's office today, protesting, occupying his office, uh, and he had 10 of them arrested. Yeah. No. Called the
1: fuzz. He, it, I, he's really come a long way from uh, from being the fucking, you know, the guy at the socialist meetings to the guy <sighs> literally cowering in his office and calling the the, the Capitol police uh, over. Some people who are like, hey, maybe don't like go back in your position of like we should find diplomacy you know, with the Russia-Ukraine situation, and just you know, fear yeah. monger for fucking, you know, the right wing uh, deep state position on on Russia. Um, so they
2: they went in there with a printed uh, tweet from Bernie's back from um, I believe 2012 when Obama was uh, bombing Syria for the very first time. Uh, Bernie said that you know we we need to fight a moral war against all war, right? Um, On September 30th, 2023, Bernie tweeted, I look forward to seeing Congress provide in the very near future financial support for Ukraine, which is valiantly struggling against Russian aggression.
1: Right, right. What Um, the fuck? (laughs) I,
2: I look forward to seeing Congress provide in the very near future financial support for Ukraine. Like, what have we been doing the last 18 months? You yeah no we,
1: we've only given them like an eighth of our entire fucking you know insane you know world record defense budget every year um but why not more why not more why not pretend like we haven't given them enough money and support well, it, to keep this fucking proxy war going
2: right and and so code pink has been like morally consistent on literally every foreign policy issue that i can think of i've never right. had a time where i was just like "Ooh, code pink this time really
1: oh right 100 percent.
2: and you know they're not, of course it was oh well, they're they're taking russia's side no they're not no we're not <laughs> we're right. not right. we're not taking right. russia's side we're it's we're a bad say, faith
1: argument for if, right. if anyone's actually listening to what we're saying you, you
2: could you can look at 40 years of you know well obviously more than 40 years but just just since the Collapse of the Soviet Union, 14 new NATO countries pointing missiles at fucking Moscow, uh, and they've wanted this proxy war in Ukraine forever. Right. And I'm talking about NATO in the West, not right. Russia. Right. Um, you know, and they and they, you know, Ukraine violated the the uh, what is it, the Minsk Accord? knowing there would be armed conflict as a result. So this is to act like this is just purely Russian aggression is just stupid. And the guy that comments on every single episode of ours on SoundCloud that says we're the biggest Putin apologists, this didn't happen purely because of of I, I, I don't even know Putin. what the fuck politics that guy has that guy's i have no idea legal. i have no idea but you've you enough times politics. he just wants to get name dropped maybe maybe that's it yeah well, um, you don't have a
1: fucking name yeah first name bunch of numbers like i'm not gonna name <laughs> drop you buddy like i don't if know soundcloud if had
2: blue checks i bet user be
1: 654379 yes like i don't yeah. know what the fuck you're
2: looking for there chief Anyway, so Code um, Pink was in Bernie's us. office protesting today, and they were just basically there reading Bernie's old tweet saying, where's old Bernie? Where's What's this new Bernie doing? We're here to remind Bernie of who he's always been. Right. Very peaceful. Like,
1: no, and, you know, <laughs> threatening or anything like that. I,
2: I, yeah. I mean, not even throwing like fake blood on fucking, um, what's his name? Uh, Rumsfeld <laughs> or anything <laughs> like that. Right. Uh, and still, they... You know, Bernie apparently instructed Capitol Police to to start arresting, and they arrested ten people. So,
1: yeah, it's a shame. Um, Don't know what's happened to that guy. He's just given up completely. It's very very unfortunate. It's it's
2: just you you become the villain, or you die trying. What is that that line? Yeah. So we should mention um, real quick um, who Governor California Governor uh, and New York Knicks coach uh, Gavin Newsom appointed to replace Feinstein oh yeah so what
1: uh you do you have her name it was uh, so uh, apparently uh doesn't actually live in california the former or current president of emily's list was was what i gathered from yeah. the brief article i read about this
2: I, I feel like you overlooked my my fucking pat riley joke and i'm, I'm a little i'm a little stung by that fact <laughs> sorry i'm fucking tired bro <laughs> <laughs> it been a long week um, but yes no
1: yes uh yeah, uh, bane of the New York Knicks existence, Pat Riley uh, did did in fact appoint um uh, a replacement for Feinstein for these the California Senate seat um but did not pick any of you know the politicians that actually want the seat who actually live in California uh he did however appoint uh, Barbara uh, Lee Bar-
2: lifelong Congresswoman from right. California easy but- fucking
1: slam drunk slam dunk choice rather.
2: Right. But she betrayed the party when she was the sole dissenting vote against going to war in Afghanistan, the longest war we've ever been in. So right, as, you, you as you soon as she couldn't. did that. Yeah. Th- I mean, that's just like, you know, APAC made a phone call and said she could never have a higher office than what she has now. No, no, you know, if she, and if I mean if you let her, we're gonna primary her. Yep. That was yep. that was the phone call. So the, the name of the woman who was getting appointed who doesn't live in California, she's from Maryland. And her name is LaFonza Butler. And uh, yeah, former president of Emily's List, which you know they're all about electing um, right wing Democrats if they're women, <laughs> and right. if they're not right wing, then they'll support a man, uh, especially if they're ex military. That's yeah. that's a added bonus. Uh, director of public policy and campaigns for Airbnb. Oh, yeah. good. So just, an, just an, an,
1: a reputable uh, company. That, yeah, that, cer- that certainly own. a
2: company who uh, you know let's let's their renters self-regulate and uh, not never break the law yeah um uh also senior strategist for kamala harris in 2020 so yeah she knows california <laughs> yeah No. she yeah what, what a
1: great stellar job she did with that campaign i, I could see why you'd want to elevate her into that seat uh without any sort of an election you just appoint her into it and that's again you know People can say all they want about, oh, well, these people, they, they want their, you know, and we have always known it's bullshit, you know, our entire lives that like, oh, well, they, they do what they think they need to do to stay in the, in the seat. It's like, they do have more left-wing views, but they, no, they don't, no, they don't. They're all fucking, you know, capitalist bloodsuckers. They all look out for each other and for, for the, for the donor class. And when they have the chance to just put somebody in that seat, no fucking questions about it, no election needed. Um, they usually pick the most right wing corporate option available. So that should tell you all that you need to know about what their true politics are, uh, in an ideal
2: situation. So again, there's no defending these people. Here's the real kicker. She was also the president of the SEIU California State Council. Now, I don't know what the California, you know, the California State Council of SEIU is, I guess, you know, overarching, you know, not a specific chapter, but they have like a state. Ca- I don't know. Anyway, so she was, you know, people say, oh, well, she's a labor leader. She's a labor leader. Mm. Except later on, she went on to consult for Uber when they were trying oh. to bust a fledgling union. So she. Yeah, no, took- no,
1: nothing. Nothing says that you're you're pro labor, like working and consulting for fucking Uber. One of the wor- right. literal worst companies in fucking worker workers rights history in america i have a
2: ton of text about on this but i don't want to read any more of it i'll just summarize basically there was a initiative in california to reclassify uber drivers as employees not outside contractors so that they would have to be paid a decent wage and get benefits and you know like health care shit like that and uber was trying to crush that right so they hired a former union rep to consult so she just fucking you know like worse than a scab she took the information she knew about you know the union inner workings right, and sold them. what she knew to uber to use against the workers
1: yep yep no the worst kind of scum on the planet eric holder also uh did the same thing for with uber um i believe it was also for that same uh law they were trying to pass in california he he consulted yeah. for uber for the same yeah. uh along the same lines yeah no the democratic party uh is you know just could not be more hostile towards unions and labor rights, uh, and you know it's hilarious they pretend otherwise, but
2: it's it's so funny too because you know Uber's tried to you know for years market itself as like a you know almost a luxury car service you know like the Uber Black where you had to spend right. at least seventy five grand on a fucking Escalade right uh, to drive around one person because that's you know I'm I'm, I'm this is my motorcade right
1: okay. um,
2: but but like Lyft. <laughs> Lift is who has been taking me to all my um, pre-op and post-op surgery appointments, right? Because you know, for a good chunk of the last six months, I haven't been able to ride my bike, right? And and I I have ridden it a couple times out to see my surgeon. Tomorrow, I have to actually go see him again, but I don't feel well enough to ride all out to Oak Park, um, which is a basically a suburb of Chicago. Um, So I I have you know Blue Cross hires Lyft to come pick me up, right? And, you know, in a lot of cities, you might have a nice lift car. In Chicago, lift drivers will pick you up in fucking anything. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. I I saw I didn't ride in a lift car, but I saw a lift car like literally the bumper was being held on with duct tape.
1: Yeah, 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 (laughs) Um, there's not. They'll take whatever they can get at this point. And
2: and, and because these cars are on the road nonstop, right, and they're not being professionally maintenance like, you know, a trucking company would be. Right, because Uber doesn't pay
1: for that, so no no one's going to be able to afford that. Lift, lift, but neither one does. Yeah, but right, right.
2: So because these are private vehicles being driven nonstop every day, the rear shocks are fucking done. Like if you ride in the the back of a lift, it's just like it is the roughest ride I've ever been in. And I and I want to say something because they're all fucked, you know. But I'm also just like okay, you know, like what what do I say? Like hey, why is your car fucked? Like you know, right? Yeah, I know, I know why their car is fucked because they don't get paid shit. You know, right. they're, they're, you know, struggling to get by in a city that's fucking, you know, is like the most segregated city in the country. Uh, you know, I don't think I've ever had a white lift driver for, for, for another point, fact there. Um, so yeah, I'm just like, yeah, I'll shut up and just fucking take the fucking ride. But shit, like, you know, this it's, you, you see the class dynamics with the kind of car <laughs> you get picked up in in different parts of the city. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, 100%. Um, yeah, it, it's just, you know, that that's that's who the democrats are so i'm sure that'll go through and then yeah
2: you fuck over labor i mean your ticket to the to the top is right there just like my nearer tannin tweet you're going to the white house (laughs) um so i wanted to
1: speak of oh yeah yeah.
2: oh yeah speaking of the white house uh, we did have a clip of uh our our president joe biden you Um, know
1: that yeah we 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 talk a lot about the incompetency of diane feinstein and a lot of the senior leadership in congress but you know, if there is one comfort, it is that the president of the United States uh, is completely on top of things and has all of his mental faculties still. So, I mean, no matter how what his support in Congress is providing him, we know that he is the uh, last stop uh, holding off the uh, the hordes. You know, holding back the hordes. So
2: this is the uh, commander let's... in chief. This is the guy with the nuclear football. Okay, like you, you got to have a, a sharp mind at the helm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, or so the he had, he had, he had or some or really, really any profound. Yeah, he had some really <laughs> profound thoughts uh, the other day. So let's 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 hear what he had to say.
3: For, and uh, I see, I'm just following my orders here.
2: It, he's talking to the uh, press in, in Vietnam right now.
3: <laughs> Staff, wow. if anybody haven't spoken to? Uh, Uh, I'm calling on you. I'm calling on you. I said we had five questions. Uh, I don't... uh, Anyway, I I just think that there are other things on leaders' minds, and they respond to what's needed at the time. And look, nobody likes having celebrated international meetings If you don't know what you want at the meeting, if you don't have a game plan. He may have a game plan. He just hasn't shared it with me. But I tell you what, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go to bed. The Southern Hemisphere had access to change it, had access. It wasn't confrontational at all. Thank you, everybody. This ends the press conference. Thanks, everyone.
1: Thank you oh to right, right. the Oscars wrap up music holy shit wow I, I yeah, I didn't listen to this whole clip before I played it because you said that to me what that's wow,
2: Grandpa wow. was tired. It was time wow. for grandpa um, to go to bed
1: I, you know and honestly again, he's another one. If he wasn't such a reprehensible person his whole life, including when he had all his faculties, I would feel bad about that because that's just sad to see that somebody's being paraded around and still forced to work when he clearly does not have his mental faculties. But the fact is that, you know, he's been a fucking scumbag his entire life, and now this is his final, you know, fucking fuck you to us is to, you know, have the country being helmed by somebody who is clearly, you know...
2: Not I mean what what, what are the, the other wheel? options? You know, we we can't get Repo- we can't let Republicans get elected and then, you know, try to gut social security, can we? No, no, right. So we should definitely elect the guy who spent most
1: of his career trying to gut social security from the left. Uh that's that's definitely <laughs> The the alternative <laughs> uh that we should seek in that situation. Yeah, it, it's just fucking pathetic at this point. I you know, again, they seem to still be claiming that they're going to run him in 2024. I'm very dubious. Like, I can't imagine that people are st- that this stupid to not realize I that mean, this is a fucking terrible this idea. Is, this is
2: what's so crazy is that, you know, we, everyone says, well, you know, we can't change horses in midstream. The Republicans just fucking tossed Kevin McCarthy out of the speakership after how many days he was there for how right. many weeks? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 100%. It's, it's, um, it, apparently, it's, you know, it's the first time that anyone has ever been speak to the, stripped of the speakership. Right. <laughs> speak to the strippership. Um <laughs> that sounds e- better. But right. No. And it's a it's like if the fucking Republicans couldn't do it, how come like the Democratic the Democratic caucus couldn't even say that about Pelosi? Or even the squads well, say let's get rid of Pelosi. No, or like extract literally
1: anything in exchange for voting for this fucking fraud piece of shit. Um, but no, I you know, I just it, it, it's 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 fucking insane. Uh they don't even have to try to get rid of him now. I mean, look—you let him ride his term out. You can go out gracefully. Just say, you know, I think I've had enough. I'm, I'm eighty thousand years older, fucking You're sorry old or however. Fuck. You talking about Biden is. again or McCarthy? Yeah, yeah, Biden, Biden, Biden. Yeah. Um and uh, you know, I just want to spend time with Jill and and my 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 killer fucking Cujo dog. Uh, that loves to bite all my my secret uh, service agents. All of his
2: dogs. Uh, yeah. She,
1: well, no, I think Commander is, is the is the real fucking hardcore one. I mean, I think the, there have been incidents before. And I think, like we talked about it before. Well, the other one. The, fact
2: that, the other dog he had had to be sent away from the White House and go live with other people.
1: Yeah, which, again, points to the fact that he probably makes them fucking really anxious and nervous because he's probably yeah. very um, aggressive in his mannerisms. Which He's got to sniff something. yeah yeah
2: no i mean and that's a
1: key hallmark of 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 dementia is like later in life you just have you're prone to bouts of aggression which i'm sure you know happen when he's not on camera and i'm sure that makes the fucking dogs go nuts and get makes them skitter skittish in general so i'm sure that that's not you know helpful but
2: um did you did you see the first thing the uh, interim speaker did no who was the interim speaker i don't even know oh some fucking guy with a bow tie he's yeah
1: Oh, the guy who um, slammed on the gavel after the uh, the thing adjourned? Or is that somebody yeah, else? Yeah,
2: I don't have his first name, but his last name is McHenry. So we went yeah. from um, uh, McCarthy to McHenry. So yeah, very very Shakespearean here. <laughs> um, McHenry orders Pelosi to vacate Capitol office in one of his first acts as Speaker Pro Tem. Wh- <laughs> he, what? He kicked, kicked her out of her office. Well, she was no longer Speaker, but she was still using the same physical office room as hers that's apparently somewhat of a tradition that like you know if, if you
1: if you're if you're still in congress but you lose a majority you just keep the office it just it's like
2: yeah keep the room like nobody keep cares the who physical ca- room right. right so he, he like literally because he can kicked her out of the office and said that she has to vacate by the end of the week. And she's not See, even in, she's not even in Washington DC right now. That's some fucking cold that's, shit. That's funny as hell though. I mean, that's a good, that's a good rib,
1: honestly. Uh, but yeah, no, that's well, petty as shit. But again, for someone like her, I could care less, but that's really, uh, Oh, I know. That's really I just, funny and petty. I, I,
2: it, it shows how much of politics is just like regular human relationships between people bitter, awful people.
1: (laughs) Right. Like, you know, the one person that you that you work with who you're like, if I had the chance, I would fucking make their lives so miserable (laughs) or whatever, you
2: know, it's like that exact
1: situation. It's like that this fucking prick, you know, and and my entire
2: time here, whatever. I mean, it's just an office, but like when you've been in the same office room, for a long time, like, you've got a bunch of personal shit in there. You're, you're no, a rich lady, right? Look, so, it's a fucking pain in the ass
1: to move. I have a, I only have a cubicle. No, 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 no. I, 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 I mean, dread the idea of fucking having to move, so. even
2: I'm saying, even if she was there, she would not be f- moving her shit herself. It's going to be her staffers regardless. Right, right. But he's basically robbing her of, like, having one last day in the office to see all of her things and then decide what, go, you know, gets packed up where <laughs> right? and everything. Like, she's not going to have, like, one last you know like walk across the bridge of her you know whatever like he's he's robbing her of that <laughs> it's it's the indignation of losing the office but also just like while you're out of town all of your shit's going to get packed up and you'll come back and be in a new room with all of your stuff in boxes or set up (laughs) in a way that you
1: don't fucking like. And like, Oh, I wouldn't have put that there. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, it's, it's it's an indignity for sure. It's like Like, the Lakers
2: go to play in Boston and and they go in the locker room. The fucking lights don't work and there's rats everywhere on purpose. uh You Mm -hmm. know, it's that.
1: (laughs) Yep. No, 100%. I think there's like 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 rules in 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 sports leagues now to prevent that because that was a thing for a long time in like the, oh, yeah. and the NBA. It was like you just you'd fuck with teams however you could. Now there's like it you was, get
2: really heavy fines if you do that. Sure. I mean, there's like health and safety concerns right, there, right. you know.
1: Yeah.
2: Um but yeah, you know, I've been watching a lot of basketball shit lately, you know, fictional and documentary and everything. It's just like learning how, you know, the 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 shiny corporate image that they constantly try to protect or you know project protect and project in sports learning what it's really like (laughs) for the players and like how far the hatred and the grudges go sometimes even just on the same team let alone rivals it's just it's like that's that shit's interesting to me even if the games mostly aren't um although i did see a really fucking amazing thing on a football game the other day what's that so i forget who was playing but it was like I remember it was college. Anyway, so somebody threw fucking pass into the end zone. Receiver jumps up to catch it, and another guy jumps up to try to block it. Misses blocking it, but the guy fuck who the receiver catches the football. And, and like he catches it against the back of the helmet of the other player. Oh, yeah. I saw and that, holds yeah. it so hard that they both go falling down and he does not lose a grip, grip on that ball. He basically caught the football in the guy's head and was like, I'm not fucking <laughs> letting go. And they both tumble to the ground. And yeah. I saw that live and I was like, uh i've never seen that before
1: (laughs) yeah no that's i think i i'm pretty sure i saw that highlight that you're talking about it was pretty crazy that's yeah yeah that that every once in a while you'll see a catch like that like there was a famous catch in the uh it was like 09 super bowl where it was like the giants versus the patriots when everyone fucking hated i mean i still hate the patriots but when everyone they were like america's most hated team tom brady Fucking yeah. Bill Belichick hated you know right wing cheating coach. Um,
2: I just hate the I hate the name Tom Brady
1: without well, even knowing who that is. Right, and 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 just Patriots <laughs> in general. It's like I, mean, it I know who it put is. A Great he's image, a, a shit. But yeah, 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 right. It doesn't put a great image in your head. Um, the Giants like needed like a hail mary like fourth down. Like, basically, they needed to, to make a twenty eight yard pass or whatever thirty something yard pass to not lose the ball and then therefore you know probably lose the game. And this guy made this insane catch like 40 yards downfield where he caught it with one hand and pinned it to the top of his helmet as he was going down and still like maintained (laughs) control of it like he... It was this famous catch. Even, it was it's fucking yeah. incredible.
2: Even that seems easier than pinning it to someone else's helmet and making yeah, sure it doesn't move their on. head. Like,
1: well, because I'm sure he didn't even yeah. realize what the fuck was happening until they were on the ground. No, the guy, no. The well,
2: just the fact that he held onto the ball and kept it pinned to the guy's head because he didn't want anything to, you know, if his head slips out, he might lose grip of that ball. He was right. just like, I'm going to this is I'm taking everything with me. Mm-hmm. Nothing is being lost. Yeah, no, um, it,
1: it, it's just fucking insane. Um, yeah,
2: but I, I know that some people like they live for those moments, and they know that like at any mo- second, a uh, historic thing like that could happen, and that's kind of like the adrenaline rush as a fan watching sports. It's just there's there's so much downtime and boringness to all the rest of the time, and I don't I don't get much from from watching it for the most part, but. I do like the, the the uh, historical documentaries that show you the you know what was really going on behind the scenes, but um,
1: yeah, and it's, uh, it's uh, with like with everything, these documentaries are always more interesting for the human aspect. You know, I talked about that that baseball documentary, the Space Saint of second chances, a few weeks ago, and that's you know it's ostensibly about baseball, but it's really just about like this this crazy fucking personality and this crazy family and you know mm-hmm. just 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 interesting shit. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, all right. I well, had I one that, oh, yeah. uh,
2: last little funny thing here, and it's it's funny because we've talked a lot about how you know Trump can say anything, can give any insult to his base, and they will eat it up. It doesn't matter. Like they could, just be like, "Yeah, everyone that voted for me is a fucking moron," and people will just be like, "He means everyone else but me." <laughs> right. Right. So I'm the smartest man in the world, or at least my parish. Uh, yeah. So this this headline. Uh, CNN exclusive John Kelly who is that was his that was one of Trump's chief of staff is that right uh, sec-
1: yes yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. I wanted to say secretary of defense but I believe he was the chief of staff yeah
2: yeah so uh, John Kelly goes on record to confirm several disturbing stories about Trump. And you know when, when they when when they say disturbing, it actually is just like hilarious, not disturbing. Right, right, you know. right. You know this is going to be uh, a fucking banger when you hear that when you see that headline. <laughs> you are like, this what? What stupid fucked up shit did he do this time? Whether you are on the right or left, you will be disturbed by what you are about to not <laughs> supposed to laugh at.
1: Yeah, God, it's like a fucking William Castle like fifties horror movie. <laughs>
2: right, right. You say whatever you want about Bush. At least he loved America. Right, right. right. Um. John Kelly, the longest serving White House chief of staff for Donald Trump, which isn't saying much, offered his harshest criticism yet of the former president in an exclusive statement to CNN. All right. So this is going to shift back and forth between quotes and um, CNN's text. So I'll try to kind of, you know, just phrase it in such a way where you can tell who's talking. So it starts off with John Kelly's quote. What can I add that has not already been said? Kelly said when asked if he wanted to weigh in on his former boss in light of recent comments made by other former Trump officials. Mm -hmm. A person that thinks those who would defend their country in uniform or are shot down or seriously wounded in combat or spend years being tortured as POWs are all suckers because there is nothing in it for them. Mm -hmm. A person that did not want to be seen in the presence of military amputees because it doesn't look good for him a person who demonstrated open contempt for a gold star family, for all gold star families on TV during the 2016 campaign and rants that our most precious heroes who gave their lives in America's defense are losers and wouldn't visit their graves in France. This quote continues a person who is not truthful regarding his position on the protection of unborn life on women, (laughs) on minorities, on evangelical Christians on Jews, on working men and women, Kelly continued. A person that he's just going on describing all the things he doesn't like about Trump. A person that has no idea what America stands for and has no idea what America is all about. And again, it's like you could not find somebody that better epitomizes America
1: than oh, Donald no. Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump is 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 literally like the story of America. Like, like, like it's. Everything like, we it, talk but, about, how it's not really a meritocracy, how like you did, just, how you don't have to be fucking smart to be rich, like right. It's, this is not America. America what America stands
2: possible. for. It's like I, I'm begging you to read a book on American history because <laughs> right. this is exactly <laughs> what America has always history, stood dude. for. Every yeah. single day, this is this this is America. This is fucking America. But it's just, yeah, it's like these John Kelly and fucking old liberals and Democrats. They have this Norman Rockwell vision of America that's never existed except on reruns of West Wing. In this statement, Kelly is confirming on the record a number of details in a 2020 story in The Atlantic by editor-in-chief Jeffrey Goldberg, including Trump turning to Kelly on Memorial Day 2017 as they stood among those killed in Afghanistan in Iraq. In Section 60 at Arlington National Cemetery, and said to Kelly, "I don't get it. What was in it for them?" <laughs> 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 did, I mean, no. Obviously, it's like. But you know, that's the, a genuine
1: the, this, thing that he said to him. It wasn't. He wasn't be like you know putting on anything. Like he genuinely no. Because like, he just don't has, understand has, ever
2: doing anything that's not for per, me personally. <laughs> right in his brain he's like don't they get that we're just sending them over there to die for fucking oil like don't do, how do they not know that well see well, it's funny because like you wonder how much guys
1: like kelly even have like repressed that idea because they're not stupid they
2: understand that fundamentally that right. that's what we do but but um, they stay on message with the you know the the homeland right. and the fucking waving the flag and like they you know they they've They've been, they've taken the classes (laughs) that the CIA has wanted them to take. And Trump's just like, yeah, I didn't read that. I didn't read that stuff. Right. No, because he skipped,
1: he skipped all of that, that sort of the grooming for the, those positions that those people get. So he doesn't have that instinct to, to just repress that thought, that, that very obvious, very true thought,
2: um, about, I just, I I do think it's funny though. Yeah. That, that, you know, the people that are like, Oh, Trump's fighting the deep state. It's like. Not really. He just doesn't care. <laughs> right. It's it's worse it's, or better. I I don't know. I guess depends on how you look it's, at it. It's yeah. like Trump. Trump is the Trump's shallow okay. state. <laughs> he he right. is the opposite of the deep state, but not because he cares. It's just because he's he really just is that shallow. You know, yeah. and, and he really does think. You know, like why would you go die for something if it didn't benefit you in any? You know, you you get nothing out of doing this, right? right. Like it's it was it really is for nothing, right? And I think a lot of people. If his, his constituents who actually went and fought those wars, they know that because they, yep. they went over there and, you know, we're told they're doing a good thing. And then they come back and they're like, we we just hand it back to the Taliban. Like what? Like, I mean, that all, that was always what was going to happen. Yeah, because unless you're going to stay there for hundreds and hundreds of years.
1: Which was the plan. I mean, I'm sure that was the plan if, if you know, they hadn't had someone one coming and disrupt it. It's just, well, we just stay there forever. I mean, that's. You know, the the Bush guys towards the end of his term were saying that they're like, people are like, what's the exit strategy? And they're like, there isn't one. Like, how do you leave? You don't leave. That was like a real quote that they would, you know, yeah, yeah, put but out eventually
2: when they were. <laughs> yeah. I mean, eventually there was just nothing else to do, you know, <laughs> There's no, no, right. like there, just, there was just no mission for them to carry out at a certain point. It's like, well, the people up in the mountains are always going to be in the mountains and we can't find them. Right. I mean, they they when you when you're waging guerrilla warfare against a vastly superior technological army that still can't find you because turns out like all you have to do to stay hidden from fucking satellites and drones is go underground. uh, You're going to win that war. It's, I mean, that's, it's, it's it's how Vietnam won that, you know, it's like, well, we dug a tunnel. You can't find us now. Ha. (laughs) So (laughs) the the last paragraph here, um, behind closed doors, sources, sources told Goldberg, uh, Goldberg who wrote the Atlantic article, that this lack of understanding went on to cause Trump to repeatedly call McCain a loser, and to refer to former <laughs> President George W. Bush, H.W. Bush, who was also shot down as a Navy pilot in World War II, a loser as well. <laughs> it was like, well, at least if you' he's right, he's right. But that's I mean right. I mean, th- you're fighting a war and one side wins and one side loses, and every time you know w- your plane goes down and crashes, you lost. You lost. A little part of that war was lost by you because you got shot down. So right. it's it's like in his mind, you know, it's it's like casino gambling. Like well, I mean, if you're going to gamble and you lose, you you're the loser. <laughs> That's just what it is. Right. <laughs> you know?
1: Um, right no, it, it, now it it's funny just... to see the way his 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 like 14 year old brain functions sometimes <laughs> where there's he doesn't have the capability of like dressing it up politically the truth slips out which it's, is it's... what his supporters like about him now he also right. just happens to have a lot of reprehensible views that he also expresses out loud which sure. is why they like him also but i mean I there ju- are times I just, you know
2: i love the the idea that like just these two two of the worst people in the world and they don't like each other for totally different reasons. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But Holy again, I, just, I, I, I I think of Trump and in my in the back of my head, anytime I see Trump, I think of the, you know, the White House, the line of ki- kids in Halloween costumes walking by and he's giving each one of them a candy. And Then there's the one of the kid dressed up as like a minion from those stupid movies. And it's like the top, the head, the head of the costumes flat and Trump just like. Puts it on top of it, like he's just waiting to see how long it stays there before it rolls off. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. it's just, it's just like that's that's really who he is. Like, for, yeah, you know, no, right? He's, he's it, just it, like, hey, I wonder what happened if I just put this thing on this kid's head and see how long until it rolled off. <laughs> Yeah, no, he
1: he truly is is simple, Uh, does have a a simpleton's (laughs) brain uh, at at heart. Um, All right. Well, on that note, uh, that does it for us this week. But uh, rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a nasty comment on SoundCloud if you're so inclined. (laughs) SoundCloud.com slash move left. Facebook.com slash move left idiots. Patreon.com slash move left. I am on Twitter at move underscore left.
2: Uh, And I am on Truth
1: Social at bike slutty yeah we'll see you next week come out Virginia don't let me wait you Catholic girl, start much
0: too late All oh, but sooner or later it comes down to fate I might as well be the one well they showed you a statue told you to pray they built you a temple and locked you away Ah, oh, but they never I'd be laughing a bit too loud, ah, but I never heard no one So come on, Virginia, show me a sign Send up a signal, I'll throw you the line Stained glass curtain you're hiding behind Never lets in the sun Darling, only the good die, young. Better but I said I'd rather laugh with the sinners Than cry with the saints The sinners are much more fun You know that only the good die